Hello and welcome back to the Live Big Podcast. My name is Ananda Kate and today we're going to dive into an oracle card reading for whoever is listening today. Today is August 1st, 2021 and we're also going to read a prayer poem. So grab a tea and let's dive in. everyone welcome back it's been a while um, since things opened up a little bit in July I was able to host some events so I was really focused on being with people in person and prioritizing my energy so I hope that you prioritize your energy as well and know um, where (laughs) to put your energy in terms of you know what's important to you at that time Um, for me the podcast is really a a side thing um, that I want to provide to everyone um, when they don't get to see me in person. So um, happy to be back. Uh, I feel that August is going to be a little bit of a more stable month. I really felt like July was a little bit crazy. Um, Lots of events, which was awesome, but very, very like an emotional ride. So, um, already feeling in August, this late Leo season is a little bit more stable, calmer, um, getting back to, uh, my roots of, you know, where do I want to focus my energy and my business more routine based. Um, also we have the moon in Taurus. So that kind of, um, explains more about if you're into astrology, um, why you might be feeling a little bit more like okay routine home scheduling all those planning things um, making the house nice uh cooking food maybe purchasing some candles you know um here in bc we are under heavy thick smoke we have been for um nine days so um it's been kind of crazy and weird um totally feeling like we're living in an alternate alternate universe haven't seen the sun in a while um it's that thick that we can't even really see the mountain that is near our home here so really just praying for rain we had a little bit of rain this morning so keep praying for rain for us we really need it for all of the forest fires here there's over 220 forest fires here in british columbia canada so send all of your prayers our way for rain today i'm gonna dive into the goddess nest prayer poetry mantra and ritual which is a book that i wrote uh last year almost a year ago um i was writing it at this time finished publishing it on september 25th 2020 And I was just kind of reflecting on the energy that I was in this time last year. And I really was in this like lighter space. Like I wasn't as stressed out as I am this summer. I really feel the energy kicking up a notch, which is good because things are moving. Things are opening. You know, my my business is um, going forward again. There's a lot of stress that comes with that though when you're not uh, used to moving this quickly and so the transitional period didn't really happen for me. I really jumped back into the events full swing and probably didn't prepare myself 
energetically or emotionally or mentally enough for that. Um, so for me, the energy has been really, really high, really, really low. Um, and just allowing myself to kind of move through that with compassion um, because none of us are perfect. And I really hope that, uh, you know, we can embrace that idea more because what I teach is that perfectionism is a disease. Um, we can strive to better ourselves. We can strive to make things better. But ultimately trying to make everything perfect is not healthy, um, nor should we expect everyone else around us to be perfect at all, especially when we've been through our own challenges, right? Um, authenticity is really what I try to teach and so, or inspire. And um, authenticity is just allowing yourself to move through, like what is the light part of yourself what is the dark part of yourself and what are all the shades in between because I think the main reason why other people tend to shame or punish other people for not being perfect is because they can't peg them they can't put them into a square box and say oh okay I get who you are you're safe I can trust you um I think we all have to have compassion for the fact that all of us have <laughs> hundreds of different essences within us and they can come up at any time depending on where we're at in our lives so really really important to have compassion for everyone and no don't box them in to one energy that they that they're in presently because um, that doesn't make up a person one essence does not make up a person um, we are all many many different types of essences so just wanted to put that out there I think that the energy has been really high really low and there's also been a lot of stress and heaviness here in British Columbia with the smoke and all the other things that are going on um, with the changing out of this pan pandemic so today I'm gonna um, just scroll through the book see what comes up what message we all need to hear together and this comes back to the altar space so the pair poem is called the altar space I place my emotions onto the throne of creation and the bridge point that cradles my heart with heaven. The angels view my potent gratitude that shines off the glistening fruit of life that rests here for them to take. The offering is a karmic release that is gifted into the wild wisdom of my teacher, the goddess. Her playful knowledge gives lessons through the art of feeling. Women can sink deep into their awakenings with pain and powerful gifts. She knows the power these gifts offer, and so she lays with her heart wide open as she portrays an almighty truth. She knows without the altar her connection is not lost. However, it is sealed with a kiss upon the placement of each symbol. Her angels watch as she co-creates a work of art through the goddess in nature, placing each talisman with a soft and intuitive touch. She whispers, thank you, forgive me, I'm sorry, I love you.
So coming back to the altar space uh, in our home is a great way to ground and become really create a bridge point between the ethers, source, and earth here. And bringing these energies, these essences into this reality here for us. And um, it really helps to ground and bring us back home to feeling safe, feeling connected, um, and really bonding us with our higher self and the inner wisdom that lives within us. So coming into autumn later this month is going to be really important to ground and to come back into routine and an altar space can really allow us to do that first and foremost so i like today i i bought some sunflowers and placed the sunflowers on my altar space um just really um energetically and mindfully placing myself back into that space of autumn harvest that we're moving and transitioning into that time now and it's one of my favorite times i would say autumn is probably my favorite season um and so a great time a great thing to do is also just make a really nice stew um gather up mint leaves make some tea all those things that really bring us that sense of home and loving and gratitude for our space and what brings us joy at home. So we have the capacity to create a space around us that makes us feel like we're taken care of, um, that we're surrounded by all the things that we love and enjoy, that we really create this relationship with ourselves once again. So this season that we're moving into is all about coming back home into the relationship with yourself and your inner wisdom. And I love seeing people's altar spaces. If you're able to share, if you'd like to share, if you have any questions about an altar space, the next page in the Goddess Nest is all about how to create an altar space and um, the meaning behind it. So that's on page 104. It explains the benefits of an altar, how to set up an altar, um, a little bit of the history behind it. Um, but ultimately it's just a guideline to creating your own uh, art through an altar space and connection to source today the oracle card is let's just shuffle this up a little bit here chosen today is bliss resting in the garden of faith she lays her head gently on a blanket of stars she sips from a honey jar of sweet nectar nourishing her veins of purity so let's go to the description in the back of the book here for bliss because this one is a little bit more of a 
complicated description. Um, It can mean many, many things. So whatever resonates with you, but this is the description in the book. Have you experienced bliss lately? You may be currently experiencing this bliss and what it truly means to connect to the goddess and source. In this place, you may feel happy for absolutely no reason. You may have recently taken up a consistent meditation practice, morning routine, ritualistic practice, or have taken time to slow down and taste the fruit of life. You may be currently taking time to connect to a specific goddess, and she is now leading you into her wisdom so you can embody her essence. The universe is holding you in this sweet space of luxurious laughter, sweetness, and lightness. Enjoy these gifts. After all, you are the universe in ecstatic motion. Alternatively, the goddess may be asking you to take more time to enjoy your life. Let go of your constant struggle or fight to succeed and celebrate the wins you've already claimed. You also may be asked to simply let go of your work and seriousness and find a way to enjoy the moment without grasping for a goal. Sometimes enjoying life means not gaining anything from it. There's no goal but this. Bliss is the simple pleasure of smiling and feeling gratitude to simply be alive. So, yeah, so either one, uh, you've either been moving through this space of truly enjoying the simple pleasures of life, or it is a reminder to come back to that space. So whatever resonates with you for that one. Um, The bliss point really is a space that takes work to get to. Um, It doesn't just come and stay. It's also not consistent, obviously, because if we were just to experience bliss our entire life we wouldn't really appreciate it or understand what it feels like so it's important to go through these highs and lows in order to understand what a bliss point feels like but ultimately the bliss point is reminding us that it it exists but it also we also need to fine-tune our focus and our intentions in order to experience it that means we take time for meditation we take time for a morning routine we take time to feed our body nourishing foods and take time to go for walks in nature and enjoy all the small simple things on earth um so what are the spiritual practices or the the practices that you have that allow you to step into this conscious space that will allow you to awaken this bliss point within you um, eventually or more consistently like that will come up more often for you so it's not something that comes up really regularly for everybody because we're always you know life is really about this like flow um, of going back and forth the tide comes in the tide comes out and so we have to really the bliss point ultimately teaches us how to ride that saddle of life a lot easier instead of punishing ourselves for our mistakes or taking on other people's energy um, or their judgment. It teaches us how to flow through those hard times a lot easier, knowing that we can always choose to give ourselves compassion. And the more we give ourselves compassion, the more we can actually go out into the world and give that to other people too um i think a lot of us don't give ourselves enough compassion and so we don't have that to give other people 
And so the bliss point teaches us that in order to ride the saddle of life, we need to give ourselves love, ourselves compassion, and to take really um, consistent measures to make sure we're, we're filling up our cup first before we go out into the world. And that's why all these tools are there for us. That's why meditation is is a thing that we are able to do it's there for you at any time you just have to sit down and choose to do it just have to choose to show up to your yoga mat or to go for a walk in nature take these times for you and if we're not able to protect our peace take time for ourselves then ultimately we are self-destructing and so that is the opposite of the bliss point when we are not able to invest in the bliss point, we won't be able to ever experience it. So my question to you is, what are you doing this season to um, invest in your conscious bank account? And your conscious bank account is, what do you have um, there in your conscious bank account in order to give to the world, right? We're filling up our conscious bank account. What do I say to myself? How do I talk to myself? Um, how do I treat my body? Do I make time for meditation and silence? Do I read? You know, do I take time to read a book or watch my favorite show, or um, do something that's going to make me feel great about myself? Like write a book, write a poem, paint, do anything that's going to really make you feel um, good about yourself and that is also ultimately a practice of self-love so what would be great is if you made a list of all of those things that make you feel good and you know that you should be doing i don't really like to use the word should but ultimately there is this energy right now that is telling us there are some shoulds that need to happen in order to elevate into our higher self and into tap into our inner wisdom so things like getting up in the morning and meditating or doing yoga um, or exercising or reading a book before you pick up your phone all of these things are going to help train your mind and your heart connection to foster the bliss point so i hope that this helps you today i'm really happy to be back on the podcast and I'm going to try and be back every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday once again this week for sure. So come back on Wednesday. I will have a podcast ready for you again episode. Um, and we're going to dive into another Oracle card reading every episode. And I'm going to um, actually be picking up some different books along the way. Lots of love to all of you. Have a wonderful day. Namaste. Namaste.